Oh, now it's glittering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All that yeah, when I talk, it shimmers. So I made that because I have those fairy lights and they, uh, I can set them to shimmer. Are they made of real fairies? Amazing. No. I got oh. those for my wedding and then I just kept them because I liked them. No. I bought them from Amazon. The Amazon fairies. The way you said that was so sad. You're just like, no. So offended. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> you foolish fool. I thought they were real fairies, so you know they're good. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Roaring Trainers, Canto in the Jazz Age. I'm your DM, Adam, and of course, you know my players, Robin, playing Stellaris Ortiz. Shit, it's me. I didn't expect to be called first. Hi. See, I, you know, I've always had that problem of like being in a pattern, and I try to break it, but then I'm... I feel like I've had this issue every time. Maybe we need to have a constant. Like it's always Robin, it's always Lindsay, and then it's always guest. We did that before because it was like you, and then uh, my name. Well, we always sat in the same same spot too. (laughs) Yeah. And anyways, Lindsay playing Lavinia. Oh Christ! Hi. Um. Fuck, man. (laughs) Insert something clever here. Beep. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. No, that was just no that that was the summary of how I'm feeling right now. That wasn't yeah. like a stall tactic. It was just a oh man. Oh man. Uh and of course with special guests we have Aaron playing Wesley. Yeah, I'm locked in this guest cage with with Mags, who has not been very nice to us thus far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been there's a lot of blood on the walls you you two look fucked up uh speaking of with special guests second number two oh don't know how to do this usually it's just one guest uh Uh, megs plain sammy welcome yeah last but certainly not least hello everybody hi (laughs) i mean might be your last session we don't know Uh (laughs) i might die tonight and that's not sammy that is megs Uh, (laughs) they have my address please send help uh, yep, I've already got agents in the field working on that, so shit. <laughs> Pardon my rustling for a second. I can't find my D20. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Kind of important. Okay, that. I got it. We're good. Okay. We're, Thank God. We're good. I'm happy. When you when you found it, was it on 20? Actually, yes. <laughs> cool. I'm not surprised. Of course it was. Fucking well, of course it was. No, I have a habit of turning my dice to the largest number, and that's how I store them. You know what? That's good, because I then they know too, where yeah. they're supposed to be. Yeah, that way they the know where home is. The bottom. Yeah. Yep. No, see, that's yeah. the, good ones. <laughs> yep. the, the vortex of energy knows which facet to go into, and it's mm-hmm, the highest mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. That's my secret. That's, that's all true. Yeah, that's science. That's fucking science. Yeah, shut that's up. my that's secret. Science. I put all my dice in at the largest number so that all my rolls are good. Yeah, save that for well, the Patreon. I know what I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so last episode, eh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's try to oh, sure. recap that. Let's no it attempt. It started with the party facing off with Sammy uh, at the docks. Uh, Sammy having Giovanni in the kind of the clutches of his type shifted munchlax, uh, and just wanted the box, just wanted the item, and some shenanigans started to happen. Stella tried to feign fainting and go corporeal. Faint. Meg's faint. caught on. Sorry, Sammy caught on right away and chomped, chomped down on Giovanni's arm pretty dang hard. A uh, little boy is hurt right now. In the meantime, Wesley, coming out of his phantom touch mode, did poorly on a constitution roll and had an experience in an unknown space with an unknown entity saying that Basically, Wesley's been drawing power from it, and the door is open, and it's coming through. And then passed out, officially. And with that, uh, Stella saw Wesley's uh, aura and saw just absolute, complete emptiness and was terrified of Wesley. Couldn't go near Wesley. Uh, And... Cutscene to being captured by the rockets, being led to different rooms. Wesley with Spencer got beat up a bit looking for Atticus. Uh, Stella and Lavinia were in a room with Sammy and the scientist Sasha, where Sasha was demanding answers on where Stella's mother was. We found out who was Sasha's sister. So that's Sasha. Sasha's your aunt. <laughs> uh Stella, and that's got to be fun. Anyways, without getting any answers and realizing that she wasn't going to, she proceeded with her experiments, injecting shadow energy into Lavinia's baby Bulbasaur. Mm. And with that, Sammy was there to return the Bulbasaur to the Pokeball, um, contemplative in in the scene before, but (laughs) tried to leave, but not before Lavinia. (laughs) Scared the shit out of Megs, mainly, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but Sammy seemed unfazed as he basically said, fuck around and find out, and left the room with Lavinia roaring. And training. Oh, yeah. that's where the name comes from. The yep. trainers. Zing. Yep. Yes. Did I miss anything huge? I'm having Besides a Besides everyone time. being pretty pissed at me, I think. Um, Not at in you. In general. We Wasn't did find you? out that uh, <laughs> what was uh, Sammy? What was your Pokemon's name? Uh, Scraps. Scraps was the the love child of the motorcycle and the Snorlax. <laughs> from, uh, Aaron, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> Spoilers, please. That's really funny. Oh, uh, I hope that's canonical. Like the Snorlax now. ate the motorcycle and like, oh, ate it. Okay. Hatched- Whew. Yeah. <laughs> God damn let's it. Not, let's not. Let's, let's not. Know, I know we were all thinking weird. it. This is not my just fault. Made it worse. I did not start this. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fucking. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now, I've, now it's my fault. Cut yes. all that out. Anyways. Nope. Did I miss anything important? <laughs> no. Uh, nope. All right. So, with that. Y'all ready to have a, a fun, lighthearted Pokeball? You shut up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said shut up. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. 
We are going to start in the room with Lavinia and Stella. You've been in there for, uh, it's hard to tell. It feels like a long time, perhaps a couple hours. You're still chained to the chairs. Uh, you're unable to move or get out. Um, how, how are each of you feeling? What's going through your heads? Where, where are we at? Vibe checking right now. Let's start with, uh, I, I, let's start with Stella. Kind of had, oh boy, beans. What's going on? Stella's mad as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, one, she's super fucking pissed. Uh, two, I think currently she's trying to think of as many ways as possible to like get out of this situation, or at least if if she comes to the conclusion that like escape is currently futile, like there's she's just gonna have to wait. I think she's going to try to go through ideas to try to get to that table. She's really curious about what's going on, like horrified and angry, but also like she wants to know what this is and what is happening because she's got a lot of ideas about her own powers and Marley's weirdness. And now there's weird shit going on with Wesley. So I think she just wants as many answers as possible. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I like that. How are you getting to the table? I mean, it's here, here's what I'll give you is like these are big metal heavy chairs. Like you're probably mm-hmm. not going to be able to get out of them, but I could see you just like doing the, the hop scoot like yeah, a bunch, you 100%. Know, taking a bit to get to the table, you know? Hop scooting. So I'm not going to make you roll for that, but why don't you go ahead and roll? What's your hop scoot? Uh, probably in, <laughs> hop, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you, you hop scoot just fine. I didn't even open my character sheet. <laughs> but I think as you get to the table, you see all those instruments that were spread out by Sasha and Sammy. Yeah. Um, kind of, you know, I feel like Sasha probably did a couple like slammed on the table, shit got knocked over, you know, she threw the syringe, um, and the bulbasaur was thrashing quite a bit. So things are knocked over and whatnot. But that being said, you can see everything uh for the most part. Uh let's see how much you you find, you see with an investigation roll. Okay. 14. 14. Okay. Sad. Um with a 14, again, you you see basically what I described to you. Um one thing you see is that the Bulbasaur's Pokéball is gone. Mm-hmm. You assume maybe Sammy took it cuz he was the last one holding it. Mm-hmm. Your stuff is all gone again. I feel like they gathered it and took it away, so it's really just the two of you um and the instruments on this table. With a 14, like, there's just, like, kind of beakers and, like, there were some open flames and stuff. It seemed a bit set up to be dramatic, uh, but the instruments that you care most about are still there. The vial that the shadow goop came in, the syringe is there, um, and you can see that there's just a little bit of that black essence in in the syringe yet. Like, it didn't all get into the Bulbasaur. And your your angle is a little off, but you feel like you see it almost moving. Uh, my hands are tied behind my back, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Can I, like... <laughs> I'm not going to eat it. Who made that sound? Um, Who made that sound? But I... <laughs> Can I, like, lean my face closer to it? Maybe, like nudge the table to get it to fall into my lap uh sure why don't you go ahead and roll sleight of hand 
Slight of face? <laughs> Slight of face. Slight of mouth. Ooh. <laughs> no, thank you. 18? I got an 18 for sleight of mouth. Sleight of mouth is <laughs> like where you take a cherry stem and you tie it in a knot with your tongue or something. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, channel was, channel Clementine. I'm just going to keep talking and just keep moving past all of this bullshit that's about to happen because I don't want it. I don't want it. We're just going to keep it going. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, you succeed. Describe how you do this or don't. You know what? No, I don't want to know. You, you get it in your lap. Yeah. So the syringe falls in your lap. You have to do that thing where you're like chained, so you like you engage the core, lift your legs up, almost <laughs> crunching to keep it from falling to the ground. Uh, but you get it stable, and you see it. There's just this bit of it can't be more than I don't know, like five milliliters, like a, a small amount mm-hmm. that's left in this. But it's moving and like just kind of undulating. Uh, but it's pure black, absolute black. Okay, so what I want to do, I'm going to maneuver my legs so that I can like hold it between them so that it's hidden and I want to like kind of scoot back to where I was closer to okay. Lavinia and I'm just look at this and I, and I want to just kind of move to show it to her she had like her head like leaned back over the back of the chair <laughs> and she was at 14 bottles of beer on the wall and then she <laughs> she was like oh ew I don't know that we should be touching that or well Whatever approximation of touching this is, what do you, what do you, what do you think it is? It's just distilled shadow energy or something. I don't really know. Um, is there a way that? <laughs> oh boy, can can I scoot myself so I'm back to back with her and like reach her hands? Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna try to untie Lavinia. <laughs> oh, you're you're like it's like handcuff chain. Yeah, oh, it's not okay. rope, unfortunately. Shit, never mind. <laughs> scratch wouldn't all that, that. Wouldn't that back. be convenient? Yeah, scratch all that. <laughs> never mind. Um, here. Uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. Sco- scoot a little bit to the my. Le- I guess also your no, my left, and then just like twist, and then she's going to attempt to grab the the syringe with her hands. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Uh, do you want me to roll for that or? No, I'm not going to make you roll for this. This is all fine. Okay. okay. So unless you want the potential to be stabbed with the shadow energy. <laughs> I would rather I'm not. Just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, will I Hulk out? Can we bust out of here? That'd be fine. Um, yeah. So shadow if I. Energy once might I... be the most energy I have this week. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Boy, that's a fucking mood. Um, so anyway, I'm going to hold it so that it's sort of like kind of tilted up in my hand so that it's flush with my arm as best I can get it so that it's not conspicuous and I'm just going to kind of hide it for now. Ooh. Yeah, you probably have longer sleeves. I think you described that, right? Um or no. No. No, it's basically okay. it's just like just against oh, like kind of under your forearm. Like you know how some in? people yeah, yeah, like yeah, put yeah. like a knife up their sleeve and do, yeah like that. Sure. I would yeah, be lying. You have it. If I said that I didn't think it would be interesting to get stabbed with that thing. But um anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, is that what Stella shit. wants to do? Uh, so speaking of Lavinia, you you take that syringe, you hide it, and um, why don't you go ahead and roll sleight of hand? Okay. And as you're rolling this, 
This is just going to be just like how well you hold it. I'm going to uh, hide it. I'm going to use this, my dice cup, and just go fucking hog wild. Just go fucking hog wild. Well, six. Six. Six? Okay. Um, Where? I mean, it is hard to hide. I you are chained it. to a chair, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but how? How are? How is Lavinia feeling? Where's Lavinia at? Vibe check on Lavinia. Well, she spent a good amount of time yelling, and I think some of it was specifically for Giovanni. Like she would, she was basically calling his name to see if that he would respond, or maybe they, or he could hear them. Just so that he knows he's not here by himself. Because she has, I mean, they don't know where he is. He, mm-hmm. And, like, I think she would have, like, yelled for Wesley because they haven't seen him either. He was taking different room, right? So she's just, and after that got no response, I think she just sort of, like, exhausted herself. And, like, her mascara and shit is running and she's kind of sweaty. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know. There's always a point in the adventure when Lavinia starts looking like shit. And that's when you know things are <laughs> peaking. <laughs> And now is that time. So, <laughs> and yeah, then she started up her song. And I think right now she's just like seething, but she's trying to distract herself from it. Yeah. Okay. I think with that, we are going to cut to, I think we're going to cut to Wesley. And you're dreaming. What are you dreaming about? Oh, um, flowers and sunny <laughs> fields and uh, being free and not tied up. Yeah. No. Uh probably <laughs> if he's dreaming, I would imagine that it's some sort of a nightmare at this point. He's mm-hmm. not been doing well. He might be dreaming of what he just experienced after coming out of the shadow touch. Um Okay. Yeah, you are you're in your study, um, and you jolt awake. You feel like you just woke from that that space. And you look around and um there's a fresh you know there's like a fresh drink service and there's food and there's a fresh cup of coffee and there's omens pokeball uh on the desk um you kind of jolt awake from that dream from that scene uh inside your study uh do i see anybody is anybody else there nope um i think omens pokeball being on the desk is something unusual um i don't think that's like where he kept it he doesn't typically keep his Pokemon in his Pokeballs uh, when he's at the house. So him being alone without Hex there um, and Omen's Pokeball is a little bit strange. So I think the first thing, I mean, he'd look at it and he'd just grab it because it's not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Do you open it? Um, yeah, I think he would, like, I, I think natural reaction would be to open it and take, you know, let Omen out because... You yeah, know, Omen's not supposed to be in there. He, he doesn't do that here. Um, you you open the Pokeball, and as you go to grab it, uh, I kind of imagine like you even hear it, and you don't think of it at first, but there's like a sound, like a high pitched whine, almost like a drone you'd hear in almost horror movies, right? It gangs uh, in in volume as you go to touch the Pokeball, and as you release uh, Omen, the sh- the the purple kind of ethereal energy comes out and omen kind of lifts out of it uh with its back turned to you um and then it slowly turns and you see that where omen's eyes are usually you know they're usually big but they have pupils and everything they're just absolute black and they seem to be bleeding energy out of the corners of it and its mouth is slightly agape as it slowly turns to you omen buddy uh, are, 
are you all right? And it reaches out and grabs, grasps your arm with an intense strain. Oh, shit, what? Oh, Omen, what? what are you doing? You look down at Omen's hand and you look back up and you see that you're grasping the knob of a door. Omen, are you are you hearing me? Is he There's nothing. Nothing happens. I think what Wesley would do like if he has the door like he he closes his hand around the door and he presses his ear to it. Uh yeah, you don't hear anything beyond it. It's just a door in the middle of your room. I'm going to regret this, but uh <laughs> honestly, Wesley would open it. Uh, you open it. I think a, 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 more than anything else, curiosity. Uh, like Wesley's a scientist. Like these doors are a truth meant to be opened. You open the door, and as it creaks open, um, beyond it is that absolute blackness that you saw in the space before. Just nothing. In fact, you start to feel that feeling of nothing start to creep in to you kind of starts in the center of your chest um in fact you feel the scar from the woods of viridian that you got oh the peat scar it starts to tingle and it starts to burn a little bit um and then there's after that it's like it tingles and spreads out then it starts to burn and spreads out and each wave of that kind of spreads through your whole body and then it's nothing like no feeling, no nothing. In fact, maybe you were anxious, maybe you were curious, excited. That emotion, whatever you were feeling, starts to drift away as well as you kind of get this wash of emptiness come over you. And that's when you look back to the door and you see a foot step out and you wake up and you are in a room that I will describe in a little bit, but your chest, that scar, is tingling. Well, fuck. Uh, Sammy. Yeah. You are relaxing, chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool. You're shooting some b-ball outside of the fortress with uh, Biggs and Wedge. Mm. Um, no. But you actually are with uh, Biggs and Wedge. You are in what can best be described as this facility's infirmary, um, at least right outside the door. And looking in, you see that kid that you caught everyone calls him Giovanni, mm. is being treated. His arm's being wrapped up, um, the wound on it. And uh, Biggs and Wedge are there. Wedge is kind of like a little bit more in the room. He's kind of like guarding the inside door, and you and Biggs are on the outside of the door in the hallway. And Biggs looks to you. Biggs, again, is like this call. <laughs> Honestly, Biggs and Wedge look like Waluigi and Wario to me <laughs> a little bit. Like, that's really the image, and I can't get that out of my head. Um Biggs, the tall, lanky one, kind of looks at you and goes, all right, Sammy, uh, you did a mighty fine job. In fact, you've been doing really well. I'm real proud of you, kid. Uh, thanks. Uh, do you think I'm going to get that talk with Spencer soon? Yeah. Well, listen, you know, you want to get your, you want to make your way up, right? That's your goal. I can tell yeah. you're an ambitious guy. You know, I've seen you do some things that, <laughs> i tell you what. If I wasn't uh, such a tough guy, I'd uh, you know, curl my toes. But uh, you, you do it without batting an eye. That's, that's real impressive. You know, there might be some uh, opportunities coming up here soon. Um, you stick with us. You stick with me. You stick with Biggs in there. Or Wedge. I'm Biggs. That's Wedge. It's confusing, uh, I know. <laughs> it's very confusing, yeah. You stick with us, and we can uh, 
We'll help you out. You, you've been helping us. It's time for us to help you. So we're, so we're going to go put in the good word with Spencer, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. In fact, I think, uh, I think you've been requested. Uh, the three of us uh, with the meeting, you know, they got those, this damn group of people. I tell you what, there's, these, these couple of people have been real pain in our ass. It's, it's miraculous. Yeah, they, uh... I think, uh, I think it ends tonight, though. I'm actually quite looking forward to it. Oh? Is it a big surprise, or do uh, you going to let me know what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I think it will be a big surprise. Okay. All right. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. You stick with us. And he, like, puts his arm around your shoulder, gives you a pat on the, pat on the shoulder. But so, uh, what, um, what'd you think? Phantom Fox. Wesley Hale. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think the kid had it in him. No. Uh, all I knew is uh, that he just hung out in his lab or his house all the entire time. I didn't think he was out doing this. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, Spencer had some doings with his parents, and that got all messed up. And, uh, you know, it seems like this area has got a real problem with just, like, small maverick groups of people fucking with everyone's business. It's it's wild. But, uh, you know, we'll, you know, we took care of a good chance of the first ones. Uh, you know, we'll take care of this group, and we'll take care of the next group after that. That's... You know, this ain't a story. This is real life. Yeah. There are no happy endings in real life. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Hey, you, you got you got the package? You yeah. got that? And he just raises up the suitcase and just taps it. Yeah, well uh once this kid's all patched up, we'll uh we'll get everyone together for the final act, huh? We'll get this dispenser and we'll Yeah, you know, he's he likes to make a big show of it. He's We've been chasing Wesley for a while, and the damn, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, the big dumb one, you know? Uh, Keeps trying to do fucking backflips. Keeps falling on Atticus, his... Yeah. I think was the name that he yeah. mentioned. Yeah, he's real good looking, though, but he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, he's, you know, Spencer's got a pass with them, and, you know, he wants to, he wants to, like, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> Anyways, anyway, he wants you there. Okay, I'm honored. Yeah, I'll tell you what, long we head that way, uh, welcome aboard. Hey, thanks. He taps you again on the shoulder. All right, let's go do this. Let's go do this. So I think what we're going to do is do a little, a uh, little bit of a, like a time skip. Basically, uh, Stella and Lavinia, some just you know random thugs come and just grab you. You're still cuffed uh, and haul you to a room where you enter in, and it's it's all of the rooms seem pretty similar. This one's quite a bit bigger. Uh, but there's at the front of it, there is, uh, you see Spencer, um, kind of next to a table and there's some things on it and there's a couple more chairs. You two get chained to a chair and then another thug brings in Wesley, uh, unmasked, not phantom foxed and sits him in a chair it's and Wesley is still, yeah, still foxy, but not the phantom fox. Um, still passed out. Um, and after probably after you get chained back to the chair, I think that's when you wake up from the dream you just had. Uh, so the three of you are in the same room. Um, Wesley, you're waking up and you see Spencer in front. Just kind of, I think his back is turned to you and he's just kind of futzing over some stuff. Three of you are reunited for the moment. I really know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I think, I don't know that Lavinia would say anything in this like right away i think she would look wesley over to see how how he looks yeah i think he looks fucking awful well first cool. of all he's been beat on a little bit right and yeah. 
he's still like suffering from the effects of coming out of of whatever happened coming out of the phantom uh, uh phantom touch mode right um you know his kind of he's got longish hair now because like remember this is like five years after the the first season his hair is longer um he's got like dark circles under his eyes all the time now because of how much he's doing but he looks worse now like he's pretty <laughs> haggard his long hair is kind of all over the place mm-hmm. um i think he like noticed you when he came out of his sleep but i don't think he's like quite with it enough to like really put two and two together that he should say something or yeah. you know acknowledge anything i mean as long as he doesn't have any sucking chest wounds obvious to Lavinia, she's going <laughs> to probably count this as a win such as it I think is i think right i said now. he has a black eye probably a bruised cheek uh yeah yeah okay. um so after i guess a little bit of time of just looking at each other and not saying anything um spencer hasn't faced you yet uh he seems to be doing something up front uh the door opens again and in walks biggs wedge sammy and giovanni giovanni in between um it was biggs is first then wedge giovanni then sammy kind of sammy's kind of holding him by the kind of back of his shirt uh but i'd imagine not too roughly and one thing you notice right off the bat all three of you is that giovanni he's actually patched up like he's got some decent bandaging and stuff like the the scarf you wrapped around him is gone and there's like actual bandages and you don't see any deep bleeding through um so without any rolls you can say like at the very least he seems patched up yeah uh, pretty well i think as soon as he came in the room lavinia sat like straight up and like her eyes just got like she was visibly relieved to see that he was okay yeah me too and i think at seeing you um he kind of wrestles away from sammy uh and he's able to get away and he just guys and he literally runs to you uh, and kind of like collapses in between your chairs and just oh. is like hugging the two of you. Yeah, she, she like leans uh, into that as much as she can. Mm-hmm. And he's just sobbing. He's like, are you okay? I, I would, uh, oh my God. I, no, we're okay. What are, is going on? Is your arm, are you in any pain? Are you okay? Did they take care of you? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it hurts really bad. Oh God. Um, but I'm just, I'm just really, I was really, I didn't know what to do. I was really, really no, scared that you got. No, we're okay. It's all, it's really... okay. Don't be scared. This, it's going to be okay. We're going to get out of this. Yeah. And uh, he just kind of gives the two of you just a hug uh, and just kind of teary-eyed looking at the two of you and, like, you know, um, keeps, keeps asking questions. And then finally you hear from the front, uh, okay, that's that's enough. Uh, can we please get the young man a chair? And he points to you, Sammy. Uh, Sammy will go over and get the chair. Uh, if I may, uh, instead of scraps being out, as he is walking around, sitting on his right shoulder, uh, just like uh, front half of this Growlithe puppy is just hanging oh. over his right shoulder. Uh, but think of like a Growlithe puppy, but if it was a Pomeranian, <laughs> just <laughs> very yes. fluffy. Yes. Uh, just hanging off his uh, his right shoulder as he gets a chair and motions for Giovanni to sit in it next to. Is next it the to... same coloring? Yes. It's, it's, no, color? it's still the same coloring. Okay. But it's just it's it's smaller and fluffier than your normal, uh, normal yeah. Growlithe puppy. Um, Giovanni uh, kind of gives you just a real nasty look, but he does sit down next to. Uh, I'd imagine I kind of picture it being facing the front. We have Stella on the left, Lavinia, and then Wesley on the right. I think uh, Giovanni puts his chair to the left of Stella, being on the end. 
and Spencer turns around and you have Biggs and Wedge there. Sammy goes up to the front and he just kind of leans his just massive body against this this table in front. Uh, he takes off his his top hat. Um, he's kind of doing the same thing he did to you, Wesley. Slowly takes off his top hat, takes off his overcoat. He's got this button up shirt that's just bulging at the at the buttons. Wait, uh, wait, he's a very when large he's, man. When he's done with this whole thing, the video is going to be like, you got a little shoe polish, right? Like try to like gesture to his lip. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he kind of like puts his hand up and they go, oh, <laughs> I get it. It's funny. Yes. Is that you a think, routine? Do you do that every time? Do you, do you think I'm, um, what what was it uh, I heard, Sammy, a, a boot licker to your father? Uh, yes, I, that is what she called you. Is that, yeah. You think I answer to him. You think your father isn't completely under my control. All of his assets. All of your assets, I suppose. Not mine. She kind of cocks her head. He's looking directly at at you, Lavinia. Yeah, she cocks her head and she looks at him. And she says, I'm sure he's under the same impression about you. I wonder which one's right. (laughs) I'm sure he is. Your father is unbelievably confident in himself and his abilities, though it seems he needs other people to lift him up. And then she kind of looks to the other people to the chairs and says, "Hmm, I wonder if it runs in the family. And he kind of looks at all of you and is and he just kind of he smirks and he goes honestly i didn't think it would work when biggs and wedge had this wild plan i just i didn't think it would work but here you are in fact it's a little bit more it's uh, it's unbelievable i i thought i would get wesley at least uh I didn't know you were the Phantom Fox. That's quite a surprise. Good magic trick you pulled. Wesley Looks tries to you, bow Wesley. as best he can in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your scar hurts really bad. But here we are. <laughs> Congratulations. You, you did a marvelous job. It's just absolutely wonderful, Giovanni. Come back, come back over here. What? Wait. What do you do? What are you talking Giovanni about? Giovanni looks kind of at you and then to them, and he says, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, yes, yes. The, the jig's up. Just, it's fine. You did your job. Come back to our side. It's where you belong. Wesley's now, his eyes are darting between Giovanni and Spencer, and he's like watching Giovanni like a hawk. Uh, Giovanni, yeah, you can roll insight on either of them. Uh, I'd like to roll on Giovanni, I guess. Can I do okay. the same? Yes. Oh, I got a 20. Oh, okay. Yeah, so with a natural 20, um, I'll give you that Spencer looks absolutely serious and, like, nonchalant. Like, he seems to be, what he is saying is the truth. And what you see on Giovanni's face is confusion and unease, and you realize that what Giovanni is saying is the truth. And Giovanni is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not... One of you? That's you're horrible people. You've done devastating things. I am not this is no. <laughs> no. And uh uh Spencer kind of looks to Biggs and Wedge and Well, you did say he was having some memory issues, so I suppose uh that isn't quite hmm. Um perhaps we can jog your memory. Uh actually <laughs> Didn't you say, Sammy, that you actually had some resistance 
right? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Do you? Didn't you recognize the person? I did. <laughs> How stupendous! And he can you can you fill us in, Sammy? Or maybe you, Stella. Maybe you can fill us in on what's going on. You were there. What do you mean? And you look up, Stella. You look up at uh, Biggs and Wedge and Sammy as Sammy starts to say. I believe it was Lavender Town. Everything was going according to plan, but there was somebody there with this damn Psyduck. This measly little thing. It's just pathetic. And Stella, you suddenly recognize all three of these people as the three rocket members that attack Lavender Town. You can see, as Sammy says pathetic, he kind of has this smirk on his face, and it matches exactly as the smirk of Sammy when he was in front of Lavender Town, uh, the tower in Lavender Town, uh, as Marley tried to attack it, and he just started laughing then, and he's about to laugh now. (laughs) You're not going to think I'm pathetic when I'm done with you. Oh, cute. You say that now. Uh, tell me, is the, the, the poor little thing still with you? You would know. Oh, you're right. And he rummages through his bag and uh, looks for the Pokeball with a with a Psyduck in it. Hmm. Interesting. Just drops it back in the bag. So tell me, how how is, uh, how's Lavender Tower? Last I saw, I wasn't doing too great. But no, I left. Hmm. Tell me, did you find Dr. Fuji? He literally helped me leave, so yes. After? I haven't been back, no. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, I feel like there, kind of like there is right now, as I'm watching the screens on this Discord call, <laughs> there is a stare-off between Stella and Sammy. Uh, and eventually, uh... You hear just like I don't. I mean, it's just another example of how fucked up you. Sorry, I didn't mean to swear, but how fucked up you are. No, and no, I no. Just, yeah, I, we, say it. You should say it. Fuck. If you're gonna say it. Say it with your chest. Rocket is fucked up, and you're just terrible people. I don't understand what it says anything to do with me. Um, and uh, <laughs> Spencer just kind of looks at Giovanni and just smiles. And uh, why don't you go ahead? Biggs and tell them what your mission was that day. And Biggs kind of smiles, smirks, leans against the table, kind of the same as Spencer, kind of trying to look cool. He's like, "Well, you know, we uh, we had a uh, we had a mission to do. You see, uh, y'all aren't uh, the only ones who've been uh, noticing those gates. Yeah, the little uh, open. Well, that's a right. You saw us at the tournament. We found one of those gates. They happen to open around places of uh, high energy, high emotional energy. Well, what better place than the tower where people go to grieve their Pokemon? Well, the three of us, myself, Wedge, Sammy here, uh, had a little mission to go over there and try to try to get a gate to open. And we did. And uh, what we had to do was get Mr. Giovanni back. See, he got himself trapped over there and we had to get him back. And Stella, you recall... You recall seeing three those three guys, these three people, walk into the tower before, you know, when uh, Fuji was having that conversation. And when they escaped, they had a fourth person. And I feel like it kind of hits you like just a brick as that memory flashes back, Stella. 
and you see those four people running away and one of them turns around and you recognize it as young Giovanni's face running away. I think she's kind of staring at them and then she stares at him and then she just stares back at them and doesn't say anything. Uh, Spencer says, so, uh, you know, your memory might not be what it once was, but I assure you, you are one of us. You're quite a bit younger than you were when you went in, but, uh, you know, it, uh, we're not quite sure what happened over there in Johto. There was that explosion, and we'll sort it all out, Giovanni. Don't worry. We'll, we have your back. And Giovanni is absolutely just like, when you look at him, Stella, like, he's just like, white as a ghost almost like a sheen of sweat on him eyes open mouth agape and he's just kind of like short shallow breaths that he's taking um and he just kind of stands up and like takes two steps forward and then stops and he looks at them and he looks kind of back at the Two of you specifically, but all but all three of you, Wesley included. It, when he looks at Lavinia, she's she holds his gaze as long as she can, and she she tries to put her face. It, this is all very surprising and weird, but she knows one thing, and that is Giovanni is a genuine person. And so when he looks at her, she just kind of smiles at him. And mouths, I love you. Stop. Stella, do you do anything? Or are you staying, staring at us? Uh, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Stella doesn't want them to know that she knows much of anything else. Um. But I think she looks at Giovanni, and she says, "You know, you don't have to listen to them. You can choose." to be who you want to be. Um, he, again, just doesn't say anything. White as a ghost, just kind of looks between the two of you. Back to back to the, the rockets. Um, and then Biggs pulls out this, uh, this like little container and hands it to, to Giovanni. And Giovanni opens it and he sees uh, two Pokeballs in there. And they have this really intricate like cursive G on the top of the Pokeballs. And he kind of has this like intake of breath uh, and he drops the box and he collapses down to his knees and he's like shaking his head. He's like, no, no, I yeah, actually, uh, I don't, I don't know. And he kind of gets up to his knees and he's rocking back and forth. He puts his hands on his head. He's, I don't know who I am because I, I, I remember on the bridge a nugget bridge you you weren't trying to recruit me you're trying to get me you're trying to help me no that doesn't make any sense i i don't i don't know i don't know and uh biggs and wedge kind of go to the side of them and they're kind of like actually quite delicate and quite caring um as they kind of bend down and uh biggs uh, wedges uh, kind of like it's okay. No, take take small breaths. <laughs> Sorry, I can't I can't t- say his voice without laughing. Uh, okay. Uh, big, uh, Biggs is there too, kind of helping him up, and he 
I think even like he gets sick, like he just kind of like from the shock of it all. Um, and he just keeps looking around and he's like, I don't, I don't know who I am. I don't, so, I believe you, but I still stand by what I say. I don't know if I want to be that person, but and he looks at the two of you and I've had a different view. I don't know. It's, but also, and he kind of gets this like furrowed look and he gets like almost an anger in his face that you've never seen. And he says, but I, you two left me a lot, actually. Kind of when I needed it the most sometime. Mint just left me. And Lavinia, I needed you and you left me. And no one remembered me at the compound. You just left me. Everyone forgets about me, it seems. But damn it, I'm... I'm Giovanni, and I'm fucking here, too. I... And he just pushes past Biggs and Wedge and goes to the door, opens it, and starts to walk out. Um, and he turns around and looks at the two of you. We're going to pause. Because I've been doing a little bit of math, a little bit of counting, and we're going to have a very important role. And I'd like to break it down. <sighs> okay. So, part of this was just a little bit of a funny joke uh, uh, with some help of some Discord users, uh, which I'm going to shout out right now. We have, uh, from Discord, we have um, Justin or Chicken Cow Cow on <laughs> di Discord. Also, they have, uh, let me find the message, sorry, at uh, Chicken Cow Cow on Twitter and Hive. Um, be sure to thank them. And then also we have uh, Short Queer Bear helped with this as well, and that Username is on Discord, TikTok, and Twitter. So shout out. Thank you so much as the three of us went through starting that episode one of campaign two till the end to uh, go through and see who remembered Giovanni and who forgot. <laughs> so <laughs> oddly enough, it kind of evened out. How it worked was it was myself against the whole party and guests got double points. So... It actually came out to about even. There's a little discrepancy in the numbers, but I went ahead to be generous towards the party. So that's a tier one modifier to this role that we're going to have, uh, which is it starts at a DC 10. So with that, we subtract one, so bring it down to nine. Now we have tier two, which is uh, three, I believe. Let me get my math out here. But these are little times that either you m said something meaningful to Giovanni or something mildly tough. First off, you saved Giovanni on Nugget Bridge. That was a plus. Uh, Lavinia said you can't intrude on your own team during the tournament. That was a plus. Uh, you left Giovanni at the party and he got drunk. That was a negative. We can't leave him um, if he's with Mint. That's yeah, not fair. This is before that. This is before that. Everyone split up. And oh, that's right. Hammer. Okay. Yeah. Um, you didn't leave Giovanni alone after Mint left. You invited him to your room. That's a plus. Um, Lavinia having a conversation with him at the compound. That's a plus. Your apology role after leaving him was not good. That's no. a negative. Uh, and then Stella invites him uh, to, his to her room at Hale Manor, not letting him be alone. That's a plus. Then we have tier three. These are pretty big negatives. Um, <laughs> Mint leaving Giovanni after that big um, opening up. That's a big negative. Kind of forgetting about Giovanni until the very end of the compound battle. There's a, there's a 
thing here. He, he's got a trigger for him is being forgotten. And then Lavinia leaving him at the hospital to go get drunk. All of that came out to a DC roll flat of 18. You have to roll an 18, 19, or 20. So I thought it fair that I roll it on camera. Maybe. I'm going <laughs> to vomit. Yeah. God, I know. I'm not even on your side, and I'd feel sick. Screaming, crying, throwing up. <laughs> yeah, screaming, crying, throwing up, shitting. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. I think we get a plus for the Spider-Man moment between Wes and Giovanni. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. I got blood on my scarf for that kid. <laughs> I, um, I, haven't been, I haven't been here for most of that. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's been made clear this is entirely Lavinia and Stella's fault. So, <laughs> well, it's 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 uh, something that started as a joke, but as it kept going, I thought that should be something. Um, and if if we do really bad, he evolves into a Gyarados and murders us. <laughs> <laughs> We're stalling here. Are we ready for this roll? I have my no, camera. but I do it anyway. I don't want to watch it either. Okay. Oh, the light's go. making it worse. Light's, light's just making it scarier. Uh, yeah, I can't tell. Is it a single digit? Did you roll a... What was it? I can't even... I think it's a nine. Nine? Or an eight? It's a nine. Okay. Um, Giovanni looks back to the three of you and just tears well up in his eyes and his kind of vision goes a little unfocused and he stumbles a bit um, and Biggs and Wedge are there to help him up and the three of them leave the room and Spencer at the front just goes well that was exciting <laughs> uh, Sammy could you please bring me the the box uh, Sammy stares at the door for a little bit and then just kind of shakes it and goes and gets the box and brings it back over to him he, he takes the box and uh, sets it on the table uh, kind of beside him, opens it up and reveals, he picks up the item inside and reveals an absolute black obsidian Pokeball. And he kind of holds it up in front of him and it's it looks incredible. It looks just otherworldly almost like this. You've never seen a Pokeball like this. Wesley, you have never seen a Pokeball like this before. It could very well possibly be made out of obsidian, which you know, maybe you're like racking your brain uh, trying to figure out how that even works. But, uh, yeah, he holds it up and he looks at the, the group and he says, this here, <laughs> this is going to change everything. I've had to owe a few favors to people I'm not entirely interested in owing favors to, but nonetheless, this, this is the answer to it all. Do you want to know what we do with the shadow energy? Do you even know what it is? Sammy is staring at uh, Spencer real hard as he says that. Wesley's gritting his teeth. Yeah. There is another world out there. You've seen it, I'm sure. And in it is untapped potential. You've run into a few of our smaller experiments. In the runes, right, by the swamp, you interrupted Sasha's experiments. The amount of power that this 
energy, and he's kind of holding that Pokeball, gives Pokemon is incredible. We've been able to concentrate it and give Pokemon even even more. It's We're just at the cusp of what this power can do. And can you imagine how much money people would pay to have that power? We're going to be rich. I'll be rich. When I no longer need people like your father, Lavinia, they'll be cast aside like they deserve. But this is the key. You mean like mine? Exactly like yours. And he smiles big at you. Um, I think while he was talking, Wesley kind of made like as lightly as he could little clicking noises in the back of his throat. And what he's trying to do is determine whether or not that omen is in the room. Go ahead and roll poke handling. Ooh, pretty darn good. What do I have for poke handling? Well, then it's an 18 total. Um, yeah, you feel just the faintest amount of wind, like kind of you're chained to the back. You feel a little on your palm. Uh, um, if I feel it, I try to feel for the hand, the clawed hand of, um, and I see if I can kind of like grab it. Okay. Uh, I think with an 18, yeah, you, you do. And you grab it. Um, and then your chest burns your scar. Intensely. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I feel the the burn in my chest, but I'm not gonna let go of the hand. Um, I'm not doing okay. anything for now, but I'm just holding on to that hand. Uh, I think Spencer looks at the group, um, and he says, "Well, enough monologuing." <laughs> oh, thank God! Finally. This? Yes. Okay. And he rolls his eyes, and he uh, opens the pokeball. And out comes this black shadow that expands out, and it kind of with this like poof of smoke, this black smoke kind of shoots out from the Pokeball. Um, and it kind of, you know, hits everyone. Like, it doesn't hurt, but it just kind of fogs your view for a moment. And as it starts to settle, uh, you see that Spencer is actually quite shocked. Uh, and he looks down at where this creature is and kind of rising up from the smoke is this humanoid pokemon that seems to be draped in a dress made of night sky to the point where the stars cluster kind of there's like four of them clustered down the front of of their their dress and they look like bows almost ornamentation these clusters of stars uh and their kind of hair and headdress come up and spray out uh having these just tendrils of night sky and as their head raises up you see this faint purple skin and these big big eyes that open and when they do you again just see galaxies within them before they kind of clear and you see normal pokemon eyes and what we uh, would know this to be as a Gothitelle. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. I have no idea what that is. Um, yes. I gotta look it up. Yeah. It is a very cool Pokemon. Sounds like it. Everyone just take a second and look it up while I catch my breath. Okay. It's the lowly Pokemon. Why is it judging me? <laughs> I love it. Cool. It's so cool. All right. When it it opens its eyes and looks around, it kind of looks... It starts to scan the room and it looks at like Wesley and then Sammy and then Spencer and Spencer is like 
kind of catches his his composure and he goes, what is the meaning of this? This is not what we... And then everything stops, Stella, as it catches your eyes. And you look around for a moment and you realize that everything's frozen and you're locked eyes with this with this Pokemon, this Gothitelle. Okay. And it takes a couple steps forward and reaches its hand out. Again, like like a dress draping down the arm of it, uh, just this elegant night sky kind of leaks off of its arm uh, as it reaches a hand out to you. I think Stella would lean you, forward to it. Like, obviously she can't forward, like move her hands and reach for it, but she's... Well, that's just it. You lean forward and you stand up. Am I incorporeal? You look down and you're incorporeal. I'm going to walk up to it. With my hand like this, this I don't want to just reach out and touch it like fast. Did you do the ET phone home thing? Well, no, (laughs) not with my finger, but I'm just kind of like putting my hand closer to it. She's very curious. Yeah, it it has its hand out extended as an invitation. I um, slowly you, take the hand. You slowly reach out your lavender etherealness. Reach out and touch space. Grasps <laughs> this Pokemon, and suddenly everything spins and swirls. It's a color of rainbow and kind of neon lights, and there's just a cacophony of sounds, like a thousand sounds of a thousand cities all at once. It's a little unnerving, um, but then everything stops. It's the quickening. And you are up on this cliff high in the sky and you're looking this Gothitelle in the eyes and it lets go and you look around and you see that you're, you don't know where you are. I imagine you look around. Yeah, absolutely. And as you do, you see that you are on this cliff overlooking this, this landscape that has hints of the distortion world you see like some of that black energy is kind of bleeding skywards and and as you follow that energy up you realize that it isn't completely clouded you can see the night sky there are far less stars in it Um, that's one thing you notice well I guess the first thing you notice is the massive moon that is half destroyed with what seems to be like asteroids hanging off the side of it this massive broken moon that is, if you can imagine our moon times 10, maybe 20, like that close, you can see details of the landscape of the moon. And as you look down below the moon, you see this battle. You can't tell who it's between, but there are flashes of yellow and purple and green and blue. There's flame, there's water, there's thunder. There are these pulses of psychic energy that you recognize. There's a massive battle happening below you. But you are up above on this cliff. And as you look around and start to turn, you see another figure. And it is you. Is it older me? But instead, it's the same age, it seems. But whereas Stella's hair is kind of a light lavender, this Stella's is a dark, deep purple. And where Stella wears darker clothes and black... This, this Stella is bright, crisp white, and she looks to you and holds out her hand. Uh, I think Stella would look at the other her and then look back at the Pokemon. Like, is it reacting at all? It's just looking at you. 
uh, then I think she would look back at Stella and take her hand. And as you reach your hand up, you realize you're no longer incorporeal and you are fully material Stella. As you grab this other Stella, Stella too, Stella <laughs> grab her hand. And as you do, her back arches, her head shoots up, and beams of light come out of her eyes and of her mouth, and this faint white aura surrounds her, and you hear these words on the wind. Your story will end beneath the shattered moon. A war will wage below, while you battle above with your final decision. All that matters is your decision. You are not ready. You will never be ready. But the story ends regardless. And its fate is in your hands. Your story will end beneath the shattered moon. And the light recedes back into her. And she snaps her head forward as if nothing happened and releases your hand. I think you look back to the battle below the broken moon above, the oddly starless night, as this Pokemon touches your shoulder and everything swirls again. Again, this cacophony of sound, and you're brought back to the room. You're in your corporeal form, but you are floated back into your body as you come back to the moment in the middle of Spencer saying, not what we agreed upon. This is not at all the deal. What is going on here? And Gothitelle holds your gaze for a little bit. You see that their eyes are those galaxies, just a million of them, but are fading back to the normal kind of Pokemon eyes. Before looking back at Spencer, Gothitelle raises its hand and drops it quickly. And there is a snap a familiar pop of a teleport. And suddenly next to Gothitelle, in the Terminator pose, this figure stands up and you see, Lavinia, you recognize this person as the leader of the Silver Shadow. Tegan from the docks. He kind of stretches out his shoulders and as he does, his coat falls off his back, revealing, you know, that he's just a basic white shirt and a skinny tie, but he has his sword. And he kind of just... <laughs> and he rests his eyes on Spencer, and Spencer stands up and takes a step forward and says, What is the meaning of the?" And is cut short as in a blur. Tegan's sword is out, and there's a slashing motion. And then you see this line of red cross Spencer's chest as he gasps for air and collapses. What do you do? Uh, does mm, does Sammy have the, the keys to their handcuffs on their chairs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sammy goes, motherfucker, and jumps off the jumps off the stage and uh, runs towards the, the three of them. Uh, uh, starting with the one that's actually held a conversation with him and starts to unhand- uh, handcuff Lavinia. Okay. You do. And as you do... Listen, I... Okay. Two years down the train. Fuck it. Hi. My <laughs> name is Samuel McGinnis. I'm with the Pokemon League. I'm the leader of the Pokemon Rangers. We need to get what you out the, of here now. What the... Okay. Do it then. All right. And I start unhandcuffing the others. <laughs> do it then. 
Uh, you start doing that, and you see up on the stage, uh, Spencer is like clutching at at Tegan's shirt, blood just spraying everywhere. You can hear him trying to speak, but it's just kind of gargly and gasping for breath. Uh, you even see Spencer just like try to release a Pokemon, but can't. Uh, and Tegan just starts laughing, and you see. Um, Go ahead and roll perception, uh, everyone. Okay. I'm going to say Sammy and Lavinia have disadvantage, as yeah, I'd it. imagine you're trying to uh, un- okay. unlock the other ones. But Seven- 17. You got a natural 20. 17? Okay. Seven. Natural 20. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, as Sammy and Lavinia, I almost imagine, Sammy, you hand Lavinia keys to go get maybe Wesley or something. You're The two of you are unhooking the other two. Stella, as one of them is unhooking your chains and your handcuffs, uh, you have the thought of like, one of just like, you you can't stop staring at the scene in front of you because something's off about it. He was slashed across the chest. Why can't he talk? Like this, it wasn't like a, like a throat thing. Like you've you've spent enough time with like hurt Pokemon and stuff. You're like, you know, this is a little weird. And you realize that as Tegan is wiping the blood from his sword, it is glowing this purple shadow energy. And the cut across his chest while bleeding has this hue of purple energy, oh. like tendrils sucking into it. And as you do, you see, you can't see it but at first, but then the veins that come up from that chest into his neck, you can just see them turning black as this shadow energy is surfing through his circulatory system. And it reaches up to his head and he's just like, can't talk, can't speak. He's trying to do things. Spencer is, but finally he just collapses. And when he does, that shadow energy leaks back into the sword just as Tegan clicks it closed. And the four of you are free. And Tegan turns and looks at you and smiles. <laughs> I think that's where we're going to end our session. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Holy shit. Thanks, everyone, for uh, listening. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I have a feeling. Uh, we have a lot to talk about, I'm I think. I think we have a lot screaming. to decompress. So yeah. we are going to head over to Poke Treats, our after-podcast podcast, where we talk about the session we just recorded. So if you want to listen to that, that is up on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Roaring Trainers, where we're going to fucking talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megs, thank you. Thanks, Thank Megs. you so much. Ooh, for holding I was here, too. <laughs> uh aaron thank you uh for being here robin thank you for being here Lindsay, thank you for being here (laughs) thank you for everyone for not killing me Um, and we'll see you next time on the roaring trainers canto in the chest bye bye